So it's nighttime and Scuba Man comes right out of the water, right out of the Caribbean. And he's coming toward me. <laughs> and, and, and I'm sitting there in a lounge chair. It, something's going to happen. I don't know what it is, but I was anxious. I was alert. I didn't know. But you know what? As things turned out in the end, sometimes things don't always happen the way you think they're going to happen. As a matter of fact, sometimes things go completely off the rails. Life's Learning Curve, episode 74. again, everybody, and welcome back to Life's Learning Curve. I'm tech guy, marketer, and former educator, Paul Hart. Hey, what is Life's Learning Curve? Well, we're a storytelling podcast, that kind of personal, honest communication, we hope, that kind of connection that can be a big part of what makes us human. We exchange our life stories and our ideas, and, you know, it's how we create a bond, how we make each other laugh. It seems these days our world appears to be filled with clickbait content and influence marketers and, you know, make it till you break it type people. But most of us desperately desire, well, I know that I do, an honest connection between people. And I think the reason people have responded so uh, positively, I have to say, to our Life's Learning Curve stories is not because these stories are exceptionally interesting. Well, maybe, I don't know, but because it gives them permission to share their own stories, to make that honest connection once again with friends or with family or, or whoever. Finding the best On this episode of Life's Learning Curve, we return to the Caribbean island of St. Martin, where I encounter a personal conundrum that actually emerged from the nighttime depths of the Caribbean Sea itself. You know, sometimes the people you meet... And the things that happened to us in life don't always turn out to be the way we planned. As a matter of fact, some of these things go completely, as I said before, off the rails. Let's get going. Sebastian. Here we go. Life's Learning Curve. I'm Paul Hart. Episode, The St. Martin Scuba Guy Incident. (laughs) Stand by. One night, I took myself out for some entertainment, free entertainment, given graciously by nature itself. I sat by myself solo outside the Tiki Eddie's Beach Bar on the Dutch side of the island of St. Martin, just off Oyster Bay. Now, if you're familiar with the island, Oyster Bay. Sitting that night in that comfy thonged beach chair, I had some time to think. You know, introspection is actually quite easy when you're situated by a massive ocean because if you've done this, I'm sure people can understand, you feel quite small and you feel quite insignificant. Anyway, that night at Tiki Yeti's, the bar was colorful and it was dimly lit. It was sparsely filled and had probably, I don't know, eight, nine, ten people, customers And a couple of these customers were 9 or 10 years old. They were children, belonging to the tourist couple that had just stopped by for some adult beverages. Now, the kids weren't drinking alcohol. They were just running around being kids. Now, as for me, I was back outside, oceanside. My chair sat near the railing of the Caribbean Ocean. 
as a light trade wind brushed by my face and the semi-rhythmic waves pounded the dangerously rocky shore. I think the shore of that line there is lava rock and uh, limestone, very jagged. It was just feet away. I felt compelled to stretch and yawn. (laughs) And I had to chuckle to myself, you know, because uh, for a lot of years, people who meditate or try and relax or fall asleep or do massage therapy use one of these natural elements to do so. So for me, back at home, I have a sound machine that emits the sounds of pounding waves. I felt right to sleep and relax. Anyway, <laughs> everybody that comes out by the ocean at nighttime always stretches and sort of like... But that night in St. Martin, it was as if a slice of heaven was happening, and it was happening just for me. It was a night just after a full moon, and there was a waning gibbous moon, I think they call it, just after a full moon. In the Caribbean, just like many of the customers in the bar, was very well lit. Ah. It was nice. In the distance, to my right, about 20 miles offshore, I could see the lucid amber lights of St. Bart's. And to my left, if I squinted, I could see the faint lights of Anguilla. As I stared at the moon's reflection in the water, I spotted something. It appeared to be a bright light under the water about 100 yards offshore. And I sat there and I questioned my eyes. What was I seeing? There's a bright light under the water. My relaxed feeling changed into this feeling of curiosity and then adrenaline. What am I seeing? Now I leaned forward in my beach chair and as I did so I could hear the thongs. They seemed to strain under my leaning. And I looked and that bright underwater light slowly approached Tiki Eddie's, where I was, with such inconspicuous slow movement. That light, whatever it was attached to, was coming to shore. I wondered not only what it was, but how whatever it was could maneuver itself through this dangerous, craggy, rocky shoreline. It was the rocks were sharp. Nobody swam out there. Too rocky. A human couldn't survive it. Then it revealed itself. It came popping out of the water. Wait, ahead. Wait, it was a person. A wetsuit. A man in scuba gear. A wetsuit, a mask, a depth gauge, a buoyancy compensating device, and an oxygen tank. They slowly all were hooked to this man. And he slowly sloshed around the sharp and craggy lava rocks and limestone shoreline. Scuba man, scuba guy, whatever. Scuba man slowly plodded up and out of the water. And in his wake, as he walked about ten steps up the beach to the bar there was a trail it was like a snail trail like a snail might make of of an entrail he removed his two oxygen tanks from his back and he dripped as he walked past me and into the bar now he was a tall guy maybe six foot four and he kept his huge flippers on his feet that seemed awkward to me and weird he flopped up to the bar (laughs) with with your regular shoes on your, your feet might be you know, 10, 11, 12 inches, but with flippers, it's at least twice as big. 
Maybe a little bit more. Seaweed and ocean salt decorated his black neoprene wetsuit, and immediately bar patrons flocked around this guy. Why? I don't know, but there was just like a presence. He had this presence. It just couldn't be explained except, I don't know, tall guy, wetsuit, oxygen tanks, and still wearing flippers. Yeah. It was like it was like James Bond had just exited the aqua waters of the Caribbean at night. I relaxed a bit, knowing that it wasn't like some strange sea creature or something else, and I smiled to myself, and I wondered, you know, maybe the scuba guy underneath his wetsuit, he's wearing a tuxedo under there. You know, maybe. James Bond, right? An American, I heard him speak English as I heard him in the bar, and he ordered a drink, and he appeared to be like a composite of that commercial series of the most interesting man in the world and probably a pro athlete that would be the two combinations i'd put together on this i wondered if when he ordered his drink at the bar he said i don't always drink beer but when i do it's something special it's dos Equis. <laughs> as the bar patrons gushed with questions with short friendly answers he addressed each question what questions? Questions only capable of tourists. After a few beverages. So, what you doing out there? Scuba diving at night. Guess uh, you're pretty wet there, huh? Sure. That's the effect of water, sir. So you live on a boat somewhere? Yes, I do. Just off the reef. You're scuba diving, I see. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. I tried returning to my pure natural seaside environment state of mind, but being the only truly sober person there, I waited. And I waited until Scuba Man's fans had gone away. And so after about 10 to 15 minutes, I decided it was time for me to get a delicious beverage of sorts on my own. So I walked up to the bar and Scuba Guy was next to me, to my right, and what did I see? I'll tell you what I saw. I saw the coolest waterproof watch that I had ever seen in my life. It was green and it was large and it had extra side screws for usage and probably special things that watched it. And I have to admit, I am a watch guy. I like watches. I've always been a watch guy and I can't really explain it. I do not have a lot of watches myself, but I admire them. I guess there's probably worse quirks to have as a person. You never see me probably wearing a watch, but I just think they're interesting. So as I turned towards Scuba Man, I was smitten, not by his James Bond vibe, but by his uber cool watch. I said to him, Hey, that's a great watch. This? Oh, thanks. I, I, I just got it in town. Up in Phillipsburg? Yeah. Hey, I hate to ask this, but is that genuine or is it a knockoff? Now, the reason I'm asking this is because St. Martin, the island, is full of knockoff watches, uh, purses, jewelry, colognes, and a lot of tourists from cruise ships or wherever. They come there and they buy the knockoffs. Not the real ones, but pretend real ones at reduced prices. But uh, everybody uh, there is very willing to sell these knockoffs fake labels at what seems to be a reduced price. 
So, scuba guy smiles and slightly, not a whole lot, and he responds with, Oh, it's real. But uh, if you're interested, I can get this for you uh, at wholesale price, if you're interested. Wholesale price? You kidding, I thought? What? Interested? Yes! Scuba guy comes out of the water and looking like James Bond in this Caribbean area wearing an uber cool watch and I can buy one? Here? Here in St. Martin? Alright, controlling my excitement, I quipped. Oh, cool. Sure. Yeah, I'd like to look into that watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He responded by saying, Well, it's a submarine watch. It's a model TX-17. He grabbed a pen from the bar, and on a small cocktail napkin, he wrote down, Here's the name of the jeweler. It's called Tom Jeff Jewelers on Main Street in Phillipsburg. Now, tell Tom that I spoke to you, and tell Tom that I sent you. I mean, here was Scuba Guy about to give me a great deal and hook me up with possible connection in town. And I had not even introduced myself to him. So I said, hey, nice to meet you. Uh, My name's Paul. And he said back, nice to meet you. I'm B. B Lennox. B? B. B? Yeah, B. B B-E-A? No, just B. The letter B. Yes. So James Bond's name is B. Lennox, spelled B. Now, in the end, how this wraps up is the next day I went downtown and I found Tom Jeff Jewelers. It was a nice store, very nicely put together, a very high-end store, and Tom was this thin Asian man with a very warm smile. And not only did he not know anyone named B. Lennox, but he did not carry submarine watches. A few stores downtown were selling the submarine watch knockoff. The knockoff cost $2,300, the knockoff. Nope. Not going to do that. Nope. Why, you be Lennox, I oughta. So who was B. Lennox? A rogue pirate? A con man? A, a swindler? A guy who's bad at remembering store names? I'll never know. But I'll tell you what. If I ever am in that same situation again in St. Martin or elsewhere and a scuba man comes dripping out of the rocky Caribbean coast, I know what I'll do. I'll ask the guy, hey, do you know a guy named B. Lennox? Because he owes me a watch. (laughs) It's it's, it's insane. It's not going to happen. As Neil Armstrong Yes, the Neil Armstrong from Outer Space once said, Mystery creates wonder, and wonder is man's desire to understand. I guess understand a lying scuba man. (laughs) For Life's Learning Curve, that's it for today. I'm Paul Hart. The guy with the cool watch. 
Subscribe to Life's Learning Curve at lifeslearningcurve.org and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podchaser. For episode 74, the St. Martin Scuba Guy incident of Life's Learning Curve podcast was put together by producers Sebastian T. Dog and Paul Hart, editor Paul Richards, audio and sound Harris Morgan. Hey, find us on Facebook and listen to us just about everywhere podcasts are heard. Visit our website, lifeslearningcurve.org and subscribe. Read a blog or hey, shoot us an email. We'd love to hear from you. This episode has imaginative voice recreations. Episode 74, the St. Martin Scuba Guy Incident. (laughs) I'm Paul Hart, and we will be back soon with more from Life's Learning Curve.